Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone that have joined in thus far. You are tuned in to praising and sharing with my sister. For those of you that are on the line, if you could be so kind to put your call on mute for us. Thank you. And we will have a segment where you can chime in. Praise the Lord. We just thank God for another episode. We are on episode 91, and we give God all the glory, the honor, and the praise for another program on tonight. Hallelujah. Truly, we're going to have a wonderful time, a fellowship tonight. We thank God for you. Um, I would like someone to lead us to the throne of grace. I see Louisiana is on the call. Several calls from Michigan are with us tonight. Praise the Lord. Please join in and pray over uh, the program tonight, please. Hello, God bless you, and welcome to Praising and Sharing with my sister. Lord, we just thank you for another uh, time of fellowship. We thank you for coming together to strengthen one another, Lord. We thank you that we are kindred sisters that are showing forth the gifts and talents that you have put in us. Lord, we want to magnify your name with the gifts that you've given us, with the talents that you've given us. And, Lord, right now we're asking for a blessing upon the program on tonight, that it will encourage someone's heart, that it will lift spirits, Lord, that it will bring enlightenment, that it will bring understanding. In the name of Jesus, as we go forth tonight, God, let prayers be answered. Hallelujah. Praise reports received. Any gift that goes forth, Lord, we give you the glory and honor for it. And we don't take it lightly. We don't take it lightly that you allowed us to wake up another day to give your name the glory and honor and praise in the earth. Bless your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to be reading a scripture on tonight. And it's coming from Psalm, one of my favorite passages. Hallelujah. I'm Evangelist Parker, and you are tuned in to Praising and Sharing with My Sister. This is a platform, sisters, where you can share your gifts and talents. Amen. Many of us have them, uh, but we are letting them lie dormant. But this is a platform where you can share that poem, you can share that song. You can share that inspiration that you have down on the inside. Amen? Amen. 
Psalm 119 and 93. And this is the New Living Translation. I will never forget your commandments, for by them you give me life. Again, the scripture is, I will never forget your commandments, for by them you give me life. That's Psalm 119 and 93. Amen. Welcome, ladies. Uh, For those of you that are on the call, you can take your call off of mute. Amen. We want to hear from you on tonight. Amen. We don't want anybody hiding in the crowd because truly you have something to share that somebody else needs. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is Sister Brenda. Hi, everybody. God bless you. Hi, Brenda. Good to hear your voice. Amen. Hi. Thank you. Good to hear yours, too, and everybody on the line. Amen. And I'm sure we'll be hearing some more because, you know, this is testimony time. Anybody have a praise report or a testimony they want to share? Now is the time to do so. Praise God. Well, I think this is um, Mrs. Renna Presley. Hello, everyone, and God bless. Um, I'm having technical problems tonight with my phone. Um, for some reason, it keeps cutting off, and please forgive me. I'm trying to talk, and it keeps cutting me off, so I just pray that it, I believe to God that it's going to work on tonight. But I'm thanking God and for his goodness, for keeping me from unseen danger. I thank God, you know, for um, his many blessings, my testimonies that God has provided, has blessed me, that everybody knows with housing. Um, He's blessed me and keeping me covered with housing, um, the things that God has provided for my house, that he's keeping me daily. Um, God is an awesome God. He has blessed me, favored me with my job. Today I got some good news on my job that they want me to be a lead, like a lead person in my uh, daycare area where I work at. And I was like, Lord, it's your will, so I'm going to accept that. So I thank God for that. I thank God for what he's going to do and what he's doing in my life. That is my testimony that God is moving on my behalf and favor. Amen. Well, the Lord said... He would make us the head and not the tail. Amen. And truly, he's uh, elevated you in such a short uh, amount of time. And that's um, truly a blessing. It's a blessing. Uh, you do have leadership in you. Amen. And we know you're going to step forward in that office gracefully. And whatever they need you to do, we know that you're going to do it as unto the Lord. Amen, because the Bible tells us to work as unto the Lord. And uh, sometimes that's easy to forget that when we're out in the workplace, the marketplace, that we're working or should be working as unto the Lord, conscious that God is watching us, um, you know, the host of heaven is watching us. Amen. So it behooves us, amen, to carry ourselves as true saints of the Most High. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Are are there any other testimonies? 
And this is Sister Brenda, and I have a similar testimony. I'm so happy for Trina. Thanks, she God. has such a such a sweet spirit and just such a loving spirit. Yeah. And you can feel it when you're around her. And um, so I'm just so happy for what God is doing in her life. And I was um, asked on my job if I would mm-hmm. like to work in a another a new department that is being assembled. Um, and so it'll be a little somewhat of a different role. And it's a promotion. It's somewhat of a promotion, even though I'm going to be um, in my same general area. It's a different role, and it's a different, it's a what we call an at-your-service center that's being set up. I work in retail at Macy's. And so I was just really honored. Uh, I had no idea that I would be asked to be one of the associates to uh, work in that area. And I was just, you know, when the Lord does something for you like that, especially if it's something that you, it's one thing to, um, you know, when you ask the Lord to bless you in a particular area and he does, well, praise God, that's that's wonderful. But when you're not even expecting it and it just comes, it's like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's just it's such, it's like a, a double triple blessing, and so I'm just grateful for what God is doing. He is favoring His people. I thank Him for His favor. I thank Him for His grace. I thank Him for um, just growing up in Him and just you know growing up. I asked the Lord um, just recently, as I look back on my day, Sister Parker, you were talking about how we should. Um, present ourselves and what have you, especially when we are, you know, children of God, people of God. And I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what was it today or yesterday that I that I should have done different or could have done better? And there were a couple of things that came to me. And so I thank you for saying that, Sister Parker, because um, we do. Uh, we do need to it's one thing for God to shine the light on you, but we can shine the light on ourselves sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so I just thank God for what he's doing for his people and um, uh, people in and, <clears throat> excuse me, those outside of the body that we believe will come inside uh, unto the Lord. So uh, pray for my family when we get to the part for our prayer requests. My uh, nephew passed. Um, this is on my my brother's side of the family. His grandson. Um, they live in Detroit, and the service is tomorrow. So pray for the um, Callahan and McGrady family, please. Thank you so much. Amen. Okay. Amen. McGrady. Amen. We Go will. We will open it up for uh, prayer for everyone else uh, that have prayer requests. Amen. And and tonight when we leave the air, uh, ladies, um, try to think about those in our neighborhoods, in the workplace, that maybe yeah. we've encountered, um, you know, situations that need prayer. Uh, cause, because tomorrow we will be praying on behalf of the prayer request that we received tonight. And if you would all be so kind to just send out a uh, gentle reminder that 
the Touch and Agree prayer line will be going forth tomorrow at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. And if you have a prayer request, feel free to text it to you, and you can send it over to myself or Trina, and uh, we'll give you all those ways of sending those prayer requests over because uh, we're going to take them to the throne of grace on your behalf for sure. And um, we are in the midst of our testimony and praise report time anymore. Thank God for those that have shared. I'm encouraged just hearing your testimony because we know that God is no respecter of person. Amen. He want to give all of us a knockout, uh, supernatural, uh, blessing, blessings with the S on the end. I'm not going to limit God. Amen. He wants to give us all that knockout uh, blessing. Amen. And if you haven't got it quite like that yet, it's coming. Mm-hmm. I just want to say hi to everybody. Hello. Hey, Sister Parker Shomita. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. hi. Sorry I'm late. I, I, I came in in the middle of a testimony. As enjoying for what I've been hearing so far. Just wanted to say hi to everyone. Thank you. God bless you. Thank God. God bless you. Thank you. Everyone is sharing testimonies um, that um, have one, a praise report, and uh, we'll be opening it up for prayer. Are there any other prayer, uh, praise reports anyone want to share? Praise God. I just wanted to thank God, me, Dr. Jovita, I just wanted to thank God for um, what he's been doing in my life. Um, I've been noticing so many different changes within myself, within growth and with learning and with love and with changes that I've been making in my life. I've been so grateful with God guiding me through this process. Um, This process has been a lot has been, um, I feel like I'm on the potter's wheel. I feel like it's being stuff added to me, stuff taken off of me. And I just thank God for all that he's been doing and for blessing and healing my family member's body. Um, I've been praying for my for my father, for my aunts and my different family members, and God has been meeting the needs. Um, he is so faithful. I am grateful for all he's been doing. Like, he's just been wowing me how you've been saying it through different things that I need from work, from different areas. God has really been wowing me, and I am excited, and I have expectation with what he's going to do even the more. And I'm just excited. I'm excited about God. I'm excited about my journey. I'm excited about the things to come, the things that are coming. I'm just excited. I mean, God is over. It's just, oh, it overwhelms my heart. I just it's just been such a good time. And 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 even through good and bad, it's just been he's been there with me through it all. And when it when it does be bad, he gives me the strength to even smile through and he just it just he regroups me. I'm just I'm so grateful. Praise God. Well, you said two words that caught my attention. You're excited. <laughs> you sound like you're excited. <laughs> Everybody that's testified so far sounds excited. And then you also said expected. I'm expecting. Praise Yes. God. Yeah. Yes. Get excited <laughs> about the expectation. Amen. Mm-hmm. Get yes. excited about the expectation. Turn to your neighbor. Turn to somebody. 
They get excited. Yes. I'm yes. Right to myself. Get excited. Mm-hmm. Look in the mirror. Yes. Right, that's right. Look yes. in the mirror. I have a mirror right here. Yes. Yes. There's so much power in that. Seriously. Yes. Seriously. Yes. Seriously. Seriously. Yes. There's so right. much that he wants to do. Seriously. Man. That's right. That's right. There's so he much in all of us. I said he want to show himself strong on our behalf. Yes. That's so good. Yes, that's so good. Hallelujah. Get excited about expectation. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Are there any other praise reports, prayer requests? Not prayer requests, praise reports. Hallelujah. This is getting good. Yes, man. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. This is Cynthia. Richards in Sugarland, Texas. Praise God. It's been a blessing blessing to hear all the testimonies. Praise God. And the last young lady, I'm sorry, I didn't um, catch your name. You excited me. I'm like going through some challenges. I'm like, Lord, this is what this is about, sharing and praising with my sisters. That we yeah. can gather and share our testimony to encourage, to uplift, to inspire our sisters yeah. to know that God is no respecter of person and we serve a faithful God and He is yes. a good God. And I'm expecting with you, sister. I'm excited. Thank I'm you. With you. I'm going to go each and every day expecting God to move. By His Spirit. Mm-hmm. Something yes. that particular day that I've been praying for. Or as you ladies were saying, just wow me with something unexpected, Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so amazing. It's a, it's a blessing to hear all you all mm-hmm. voices, and you've been such an inspiration mm-hmm. and such a blessing. And thank you, Minister mm-hmm. um, Parker, for always reminding us because it slipped yes. my mind. Amen. You know, so I, and I thank and praise God for you and this Amen. line as well. And um, God bless you. It's just a blessing. And my husband was saying, and I'm going to ask the Lord to help him. He was saying, because I shared with him, you know, give me an hour. I'm going on the line sharing and praising with my sisters. He said, you know, I had it on speakerphone, and he kind of heard a little bit. He said, you know, it would, it sure would be good if the fellas could get together like that and, and be able to share and encourage. I said, yeah, I said, we're going to have to look into that. Maybe God is, you know, commissioning you to start something like that. Or we'll look into it and see What's going wow. on? Yes. Yes. Awesome. yes. Amen. It's possible. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. Man. Yes. You never time. know who's listening in. You never know who's That's listening right. in. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Well, That's we, so we nice. welcome you, Brother Richardson. We do. Amen. And anytime you want to chime in, you are certainly welcome. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. When we were on when we were on the prayer line, not this past Tuesday, but Tuesday before last, I had it on um speakerphone and he was listening he was praying right along with us and he was listening with me the whole time and that was just so awesome. That was such a blessing. Just a Lord let your 
power rain down on Brother Richardson. Yeah. Amen. Yes. That's yes. right. Yes. Praise yes. God. Thank yes. you. Yes. 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 Very much needed. Yes. Praise God. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. That is so encouraging. Yes. This yes. is Sister Brenda. That's Sister Cynthia, God bless you. I love you, Sister. Oh, so God glad bless you. you. I love you, too. I miss you, too. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. That is so encouraging you sharing that about your husband because very often I I pray for the men, you know, um, pray for the brothers and the men in my family and young young men and older men. And just people, just men that I see in general, and sometimes just you know going to work, I see them, you know, going to and fro, or people, uh, gentlemen on my job or whatever, and I just say, Lord, bless the brothers, bless the men. And um, so, thank you for sharing that because we don't want to leave them out. You know? Amen. Amen. Because they are leaders, really. You know, the Lord made, yeah. made the men to be our leaders, and so I know that there's a lot of things that the Lord has for them to do, and and I think that's one reason why the enemy fights them so much in so many different areas, you know, and keep them back, you know, or try to keep them back. But uh, thanks for sharing that. So we really have to pray for, you know, our our men, our brothers. Amen. Amen. Elder men alike. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, sisters, I, I don't want to cut off the uh, praise segment, but is there any other praise report, testimony? Just one. Just one. I'm so sorry. I know this is Sister Brenda. I haven't been on the line in a while, so I'm, I have like a, a little arsenal here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's all right. Praise God. Come on, Lo. I have another praise report to pull out my basket. Um, praise God. Yes. I, I think probably over the last year or so, I've, I've asked, you know, our, our prayer group, different ones to pray for my daughter, for Leslie. She had just been so, so, so challenged in finding a job and then a couple of opportunities came up. One she started and then it didn't work and that was devastating for her. And then another one was about to start and then they called the night before and changed it. And she had just been in twigs in between and just so discouraged. But praise be to God, the Lord blessed her. She walked into an agency and just told them her heart that she needed a job. They sent her on a job interview they hired her. They called uh, the agency and said, we want her. And, oh, um, God. Thank you for saying Lord. Lord. Yes. not far from her home, and uh, she, she's so happy, and I'm just so grateful because I was really in tears because I knew her struggle, and she had begun yes. to prepare salads and what have you to sell because she loves to cook and, and all this. Mm-hmm. And so she had Amen. started, but she didn't have any income. So she started making salads and she would take them and her friends would call and say, well, I want this kind of salad or that. And so I was so proud of her because she was really, really trying to do something. She wasn't just sitting at home twiddling her thumbs. 
And I say, Leslie, I'm really proud of you. And she might say, well, mine made $60 today or whatever. So she, she kept moving. She kept trying to do something. And so now she has a job working in an executive office for a company in Auburn Hills. Thank you. Thank you all for your prayers over the, you know, this time uh, for her. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. That is awesome. Praise Amen. God. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yes, and when Praise we hear Amen. other testimonies and we have a need in a particular area, as children of God, we can say, me too, Lord, without yep. being selfish. Without Amen. Being that's true. Needy, that's true. We have that right. To say me too, Lord. Okay. We know we serve an awesome God that's not a respecter of person. Yes, that's right. Amen. So remember that. Amen. Excitement. Yep. Expectation. Yep. Amen. Lord. Praise God. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to um, close this segment out for just a little while. And we're going to take prayer requests because we do want to allow time for our speaker on tonight, uh, Minister Candace uh, Purifoy. You're going to hear from her. I'm going to read uh, some information about her. And we're going to be blessed. Amen. We're going to be blessed. We're already blessed, but we're going to be blessed and enlightened even more. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 So as you um, give us your prayer request, if you wouldn't mind just saying your first name and what state you're calling from, and we'll jot down your prayer request because we're going to send these over to our prayer intercessor. Uh, Again, we pray at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Tuesday. It's called the Touch and Agree Prayer Line. And the telephone number, if you want to join in, uh, you're certainly welcome to is uh, area code 605-475-6711. And the access code is 134-332-POUND. So again, I'm going to read that number again, 605-475-6711. Access code is one three four three three two pounds. It's the same number for the nine a.m. prayer and nine p.m. prayer Eastern Standard Time. Amen. And we have a new format for when you um, sign in, uh, put your phone on mute immediately. We are also on Facebook. Touch and agree. Prayer request. You can leave your prayer request via. Um, Messenger or post it right on the page if you'd like. You can also call our toll free number at 877 832 1277, extension 103. Lastly, you can email us prayer requests 24-7 if you'd like. Um, because we not only pray on Tuesday, we have earnest prayer warriors that are praying all the time. And the email to 
to send your prayer request is touch and A N D agree prayer request. Put an S on the end at gmail.com. All right. Okay, we're going to begin taking your prayer requests. We're excited because God is going to answer some prayers and we're going to have some more praise reports. Amen. So we do have a Amen. Parham, we do have the Parham and Grady family. Um, they're uh, bereaved right now. Yeah. So you lost your nephew, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Praise God. I'm sorry, what's that family name again? The Parham and McGrady, uh, M-C-G-R-A-D-Y, McGrady family. This is on my my brother's side. Uh, His is actually his grandson. His grandson, so he's my great uh, nephew. And uh, and what was the first one? Could you spell the first one for me? Because I'm not getting that one clearly either. Oh, Parham, uh, Parham, P A R H A M. Okay. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. And Amen. also, if you would add to that, uh, sisters. Uh, the Matthew family, this is, um, I don't know who may know, uh, Elder Pastor Matthew of um, All Nation Church of God in Christ in Port Huron. I got a call earlier today that um, his two of his grandsons were involved in a, a very, very bad accident. And mm-hmm. I don't have all the details, but if I understood correctly, one may have expired and the other one is really fighting for his life. So that is oh definitely a priority for wow. the, Matthews, the Matthews family. Um, their father is uh, Bishop Vincent Matthews and his wife Sharon Matthews. They were, they were on the missions field in uh, South Africa, but I do believe that they are now back in the States. And so this would be two of their... Uh, son that we oh, received this news for. So the Matthews family of Port Huron, if we could uh, keep them in prayer. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Any other prayer requests? Hello, this is Jennifer from Isolan, Michigan. Um, yes, I am asking special prayers for those that do not know uh, last week, um, from the prayer words, um, last week around the holidays, the Easter week, um, probably during Good Friday up and led up to Easter. To my understanding, there was a big shooting race um, happened in Detroit, and eight of my family members, part of my family members, eight or nine people were hit and killed. And their funeral is taking place right now throughout this week. I'm asking mm. for me, pray for my family, um, for their salvation, because I'm seeking God. Of course, it hurts when you don't have a right, you know, you're not close to your family, but you're still your family. And I'm asking God, seeking prayers for their salvation. I'm asking prayers for other family members 
um, those that I were close to that were struck in, especially my niece, continue to hold my niece up in prayer. Um, y'all have been praying for her, Sharon. She um, has been doing amazing. Uh, two years ago, it always, almost two years ago, when her mother, which was my sister, grandmother, and family was taken down, she was shot up, and she came to visit last Tuesday to be with me because um, she was having a hard time. But even though through my pain, I had to minister to her. And But I thank God because um, even though she's hurting inside, I'm, I'm just grateful to God because the prayers are working because she's handling it very well, even though it's hard for her, but she's handling it very well. And I thank God that he's keeping her in a good state of mind. Um, yeah. So, continue to pull up, pull up myself and um, um, my family because I, you know, I have my moments when I uh, have a meltdown, and, but yet God is still in control. So, I'm asking you to continue to Hold up, I'm sorry, the, I'm sorry, I didn't give you the names. Uh, the Williamson family, the Upshaw family, of course, I'm the Presley family, and the Jones family. And thank each and every one of you. Oh, you said Williamson, Upshaw, Jones, and what's the other family? The Williamson, the Upshaw, and the Jones family, and the Presley. Okay. Amen. And, Amen. and also, please be praying for my spiritual family down south. Um, did I call family that uh, when I went down south, because I was very, got very close to uh, my spiritual mom, who I call mother, Betty Damper. Her twin uncles are both ill, that's in the hospital, and I'm asking prayers for her. I don't know their names, but I just know it's Betty Damper's uncles. They're both twins. That um, that's what he's sick right now. That's in the hospital. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you for sharing. Any other prayer requests? It's almost time for us to introduce our speaker. Um, ladies, you do have the various um, avenues where you could leave your prayer requests. Um, I gave all of them. Um, I'll take one more prayer request. I'm Jovita from Belleville, Michigan, and um, I will ask that you pray for the young family and also um, continue to keep my father, Edward Young, in prayer for healing in his body. Um, he's he's um, in remission from cancer, and um, just wanted to ask if you keep him in prayers in the young family. Okay. Amen. 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 Praise God. Well, uh, we're going to um, the uh, Word of God, and our guest speaker is Candace Purifoy, and I want to introduce her. Um, Candace Purifoy is an advocate, counselor, and, and ambassador for Christ. As a licensed therapist, Candace is committed to helping women and families navigate through the difficulties of depression, anxiety, and trauma to find healing, peace, and empowerment. Candace earned a Bachelor of Arts from Michigan State University and a Master's of Arts in Counseling from Ashland 
Theological Seminary. Candace accepted her call to ministry and began spreading the gospel through preaching, teaching, and inner healing. Candace is the owner and lead therapist of Refreshed Counseling Services, a counseling private practice in Farmington Hills, Michigan. In her counseling practice and inner healing ministry, she strives to help women to go deeper, push harder, and press further into the presence of God and receive the full benefits of his abounding grace and glory. It is her great joy to journey with women and families and help position them to experience the restorative, reformative, and transformative touch of Christ She currently worships at Vertical Encounter Church in South Hill, Michigan, under the phenomenal leadership of Pastors Gail and Shani Brannan. Candace currently enjoys serving in her church home, counseling in her private practice, and living with her husband, Osborne, in Metro Detroit. I want to welcome uh, Candace Purifoy. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, I am just so excited and so happy to be here with you all. Um, I truly don't take it lightly that you've invited me to share this space with you all. I can really hear the sisterhood and the fellowship that you all have, and I'm truly honored to be a part of it. And yeah. I just want to thank you so much, uh, Mrs. Parker, for just inviting me um, to have the opportunity to share some things that God has put on my heart this evening. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. If you will, um, I just want to pray just very quickly. Uh, Father God, we just thank you. You're, you're already a part of this call. You've already heard so much, um, and you're so present with us. Right now, I'm just asking that you would just take over. Let my words be your words, God. Let our ears be attuned specifically to you. Let us hear and receive exactly what you have for us, and let it be hidden and written on our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I was um, I was seeking God and I was asking Him what He would have me to to talk about and um, what came up was healing, um, in particular healing from deep wounds in the past. Uh, one of the things that I noticed, um, as as it was mentioned, I I work a lot with women and and with families in dealing with a variety of different situations, and particularly for women, there's a lot of pain that we tend to carry uh, from various walks of life, various things that we've encountered, and there's this belief, this understanding that the the heart of woman, I believe, is incredibly close to the heart of God. He cares so much about our heart and his desire is that we be healed. And so um, what I believe, there's a, a pastor and counselor, uh, his name is John Eldridge, and he 
had a quote that I want to share with you that says, the deepest question at the core of feminine humanity is do you delight in me? Will I be wanted, seen, and fought for? Will I be cherished? And I believe that that so crystallizes for us the core of our heart as women, the kind of driving force within us. And it's really easy to see this behavior, especially with little girls. If you've ever watched a little girl, you know, if they, let's say they're playing dress up or playing with their mom's makeup or clothes, the first thing they do after they put on all their pretty clothes and scarves and jewelry and everything, the first thing they want to do is run to their father, for their father to see them and marvel and say how cute they are or how good they've done. And the reality is is that for us as women, we actually never grow out of that. That's still our desire is for the Father to delight in us, for us to be seen, to be cherished, to be wanted. Mm -hmm. And the difficult thing is that because our hearts are driven by this desire, unfortunately there are times when that desire becomes twisted and instead of looking to our Heavenly Father, for that desire, for that uh, validation, we begin to look to the world to receive it. And mm. when people, when events, when traumatic experiences, when happenings, and we don't get a resounding yes, when it, when when people begin to cause us to doubt the answer to that question, it affects us in the depth of our heart, and we can become wounded. Those wounds in our heart, they can stem from a number of different things. And so um, we're talking about grief. We're talking about um, areas in our life where we've had traumatic things that have happened. We're also talking about unmet core longings. Each of us has a need, a, a almost, if you will, a God-shaped hole, a chasm that is designed for us to need love, purpose, acceptance, significance, security, and belonging. We need those things. They, they are at the depth of what we need. And when we're young and when we're children, we look to our parents to fulfill those things because in our in our childhood, our parents are really our closest connection to God and to, to the Father. And so in our parents, in their humanness, you know, just like all of us, sometimes they make mistakes and sometimes those can, sometimes those core things can go unmet. Hello, can you all still hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry, the phone began beeping. Um, those core longings can sometimes go unmet. And when those core longings go unmet, 
they can resound within us as wounds. They can be processed as wounds. And so there's a sort of system, a structure to our woundedness. Um, when we become wounded, the one of the first things that happen is the enemy begins to step in and starts to fill our mind with lies and distortions. We begin to develop false beliefs about ourselves, about the world around us, about other people, all of these different things that we now are taking in and accepting and building our life based on these rules. So it's almost like as we're constructing our reality, we have taken these lies and and distortions of the enemy, and they are now the physics of the universe that we're building. And so when we have these lies and these false beliefs, they lead us oftentimes to places of emotional upheaval. And so this is where we find ourselves oftentimes battling depression, anxiety, um, anger, you know, deep, deep-seated deep anger that we can't really explain, that doesn't feel connected to any particular event, but we know it's there. You know, we have these overwhelming senses of emotion. And as a result of that in trying to deal with and manage these emotions as they they kind of range, we can sometimes begin to develop dysfunctional behaviors. And so the dysfunctional behaviors, there, there are more obvious dysfunctions, like if we're talking about, you know, struggling with addictions or things like that, but there are even more insidious sort of day-to-day dysfunctional behaviors that sometimes we engage in and even build habits around, you know, when we have codependent relationships, when we seek our validation from other people, when we tend to push people away or don't let people in or trust people, the areas of dysfunction in our life that can sometimes lead us to problem situations. And so what can begin to happen is it's almost like an iceberg, if you will, where at the top sometimes we see our areas of dysfunction, we see the problems that we're experiencing in our life, but we don't necessarily see or realize the wounds and the lies and distortions that are under the water that are actually fueling what we're experiencing. And so for some of us, we've been holding on and fellowshipping with some of the the false beliefs that we've been carrying as a result of our wounds for a long time. In fact, some of them we have actually inherited um, from our parents in some cases. So um, I believe that when we kind of look at our beliefs, we can break them down sort of in three areas. Um, We can look at what we're taught, what's been caught, and what's been bought. And so 
our taught beliefs, those are like our cognitive beliefs, sort of biblical truths, like, you know, the fact that, that we know that Jesus is real and that he loves us. You know, someone took the time to teach us that, to make sure that, that we know that, and we're fully aware that we know and believe that, right? Those are our, our taught beliefs. But there are also beliefs that are caught. And these are the beliefs that oftentimes we inherit, that we witness from our parents or those around us that they might believe about the world, the false beliefs that they might be carrying that we catch through association. So, um, for example, let's say there may be um, a mom who has been deeply hurt, you know, experienced um, a deep hurt at, at the hand of a man, maybe perhaps a, a relationship that, that didn't end well. And so as a result, there's a mistrust of men, of people, you know, that, that there's a belief that people are not safe. People will hurt you. Well, someone growing up in that, a daughter may never, the mother may never say to that daughter, you know, oh, you can't trust people, people aren't safe. But just the overall mentality, that daughter may grow up and begin to align herself with that same belief, completely unbeknownst to her. That's the dangerous thing about our caught beliefs is that sometimes we're not aware that that's actually a belief that we're carrying. We believe that that just is how the world works. Our bought beliefs are those things that we can begin to carry that are bought through our painful experiences, that those things that when life happens to us, we begin, unfortunately, to take on the idea that that is just how it's supposed to be, that those negative things or those traumatic things, that that's how the world is and that's how it will be for us. And so essentially we have to, in order to begin healing from our past wounds, we have to recognize that the lies that can be planted in our mind there. It's like a tape recorder that sometimes we just hear over and over again. That just kind of plays out. It's like a soundtrack, and we begin to silently agree with these false beliefs. And so we definitely have to first become aware what is the tape that is playing in our mind? What are the false beliefs that we're carrying and that we've been holding on to? And so as we begin to kind of counter those false beliefs, of course, the the dysfunction that comes with them when we begin to deal with that, those dysfunctions will begin to dissipate. And see, one of the greatest hindrances to our healing is shame. 
shame is one of the most dangerous and most, in my opinion, most pervasive weapons that the enemy uses against us. Shame is like a cloud that covers and it seeks to sort of suffocate in a sense, to choke out. If we look at um if we look at Genesis and we look actually at the fall in Genesis three, this is one of the most initial examples of where shame is being used by the enemy. You know, we we know the story. We know what happens with the serpent and with Eve. But one of the most interesting things is that afterward, afterward, when God is looking, when we hear the voice of God looking for Adam throughout the garden, Adam, where art thou? And he says, I was naked and ashamed, and so I hid myself. Our shame if we continue to carry shame, it seeks to try and separate us, to pull us away from God. It's our shame that tries to tell us that the answer to that question at our heart of will I be cherished, will I be wanted, will I be fought for, shame tries to tell us no, you won't, no, you don't deserve that, no, you can't have that. No, no one will ever love you. No, you don't deserve that. When in reality, those are lies. Lies from the enemy, lies from the pit. The difference between conviction, conviction says, you know, I did something bad, whereas shame tries to tell us that we are bad. You know, there, um, C.S. Lewis, once said, your evaluation of your soul, which is drawn from a world full of other people who are still terribly confused about the nature of their own souls, is probably wrong. For most of us, where we tend to view the world through a lens of shame and pain, but we know that God is the ageless romancer, that we are the beloved, and that if we can sort of pop the bubble of shame, that we can feel his love that seeks to rain down and and cover us, and so you might ask the question, well, how? How do I deal with the shame? How do I get rid of shame if that's what I'm experiencing or feeling? The answer to shame is grace. Grace pierces through the bubble of shame. When we can begin to live and operate out of a place of grace, it will allow us to stop judging ourselves and others. And so in a nutshell, the, the structure of the healing process starts. So in the same place of those wounds, instead of having lies and distortions, 
we have to inject truth and acceptance. And truth, we all know that the word is what is true, that the word of God is our truth. The key in fully saturating our wounds with truth is making sure that we recognize the truth not only about who God is, but the truth about who we are. If we look at John chapter 4, and um, this is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. This is um, the story of Jesus and the Samaritan woman. Um, and I won't I won't labor too long um, just to give you sort of a, a synopsis of the story. I know most of us are familiar with uh, Jesus is in Samaria and he encounters a woman sitting at a well all alone and uh, he's sitting at a well and she comes up alone to gather some water and he asks her for a drink and in the midst of this, they begin a dialogue that is very uncommon, very unheard of, but an absolutely phenomenal and amazing encounter through Scripture. Um, One of the things that I love about this is that um, probably like many of us, when I was taught, at least as a child, when I was taught the story of the Samaritan woman, I was always kind of taught the perspective of, you know, that that uh, she was a sinful woman, that she was a woman in sin, that, you know, she was a, a loose woman, all of this. But as I began to kind of study the word a bit more in depth and God just started showing me more revelation of this, I really began to see this woman in a very different way. And when we look at her story, it becomes more apparent that this was a deeply wounded woman. As she's sitting there, and I'll just kind of start at verse uh, 7. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift God has for you, and who you are speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. But, sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said, and this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob who gave us this well? How can you offer better water than he and his sons? and his animals enjoyed. Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again, but those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. 
it becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Please, sir, the woman said, give me this water, then I'll never be thirsty again, and I won't have to come here to get water. Go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. Jesus said, you're right, you don't have a husband. You have had five husbands, and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. Third, the woman said, you must be a prophet. And so it goes on from there. But one of the things that I want to deal with is that the first thing that Jesus actually does is he begins to give her revelation of who he is. He begins to talk about the water that he has to offer. He begins to talk about what his presence in her life actually can do. And that for many of us, by the grace of God, we're so grateful that we have been given revelation of who God is. We know who he, what he can do. But one thing that sometimes we tend to struggle with is that Sometimes we know that God can, but sometimes we question whether he will. Sometimes when we approach a difficulty, an issue, something that we've been carrying for a long time or we've been praying about for a long time, we know that he has the ability to, we know that he does it for other people, but sometimes there's that nagging underlying part of us that wonders if he will actually do it for us. And one of the most important and initial steps of healing from deep wounds is recognizing that not only can he, but he will. He wants to, his desire, it's who he is that he wants for us to be healed and whole and to receive the benefits that he has. That's why he came, that we would have life more abundantly. And so in addition to her experiencing the truth about who he is, the next thing is he begins to lead her down a path of actually recognizing the truth of about where she's at. There's an expression I've heard, and I think it's it's so appropriate. You have to be real in order to be healed. We have to get to that place where we allow God to identify the wounds of our heart to show us and make us aware of where we where in what way we are really suffering what has actually happened we have to count the cost of what we've experienced and we have to give ourselves the opportunity to truly grieve um sometimes people tend to say that, you know, time heals all wounds. Um, 
that that's incorrect. That's that's incomplete. The reality is that time closes all wounds. Eventually, whatever you're wounded with will close, but only God heals. And it's up to us to be positioned for Christ to heal us properly so that our wounds don't close improperly healed. The second step in our healing process is making sure that we actually believe that truth is true. You know, when when scripture talks about the truth setting us free, the wording is very clear. It's the we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. It's only the truth that we know that sets us free. Do we stand on the truth of the word and speak to our situation with what with pregnant expectation? That's what I love when when everyone was talking earlier and we were talking about uh the praise reports, and we were talking about expectation. That is so important. It's so key. And so we have to make sure that we believe that the truth is, in fact, true and that it applies to us in our situation. And then here is... The next step, and this one, this is a hard one, and this is forgiveness. For some of us, we have to look at the layers and areas of forgiveness. The first is a very real question of are we, are we blaming God? Have we created distance? Have we put space between ourselves and the Father because we're harboring feelings about whatever situation that we have gone through. The second is have we forgiven our offender, whoever wronged us, whatever the situation was? Have we applied grace and actually forgiven our offender? And then have we forgiven ourselves? For many of us, we we may have forgiven God. We may have, you know, dealt with our feelings and emotions toward our experience if we have them toward God. We may have even tried to forgive our offender, but actually forgiving ourselves can sometimes be the hardest step. The reality is is that forgiveness is both a process and an act in time. It's a decision that we make that we have to continue to walk out over time, over and over again, as we continue to grow and develop. Our feelings will arise out of the wound. That's that's the nature of us being human, you know. But after we forgive, what begins to kind of safeguard that is we have to shape a blessing for our offender. And this is the part where people are usually ready to show me. But we have to shape a blessing for our offender. And so when I talk about shaping a blessing, you know, I'm talking about 
not just praying for our offender because we sometimes we pray what I like to call judgment prayers. You know, we, we pray those prayers where we say, Lord, I just pray that you would show them how small-minded and how rude they're actually being. You know, we're, we're praying for them. But in reality, we're really just praying that God would align with our judgment of them. Shaping a blessing is different. That's the place that we're praying from where we are actually asking God to move in their life in the way that is best, disconnected from our situation, disconnected from the offense. When we can actually shape a blessing for our offender, that is like the spiritual neosporin, the, the, the spiritual bandage, if you will, that helps keep the wound clear of further imperfection as it heals. It's a very, very, very powerful step for us. And so... In a nutshell, and I know um, the hour is late, but I just want to end by saying that whatever it is that we are looking for and seeking God to heal in our life, whatever it is, I just want to encourage you, even that thing that, that may have been carried for a long time, it can be healed. It can it can cease to be. It does not have to continue. You don't have to carry the grief, the past wounds, the things that we've experienced. We don't have to carry them one step further because instead of lies and distortions, we can have truth and acceptance. Instead of emotional upheaval, we can have comfort and peace. And instead of dysfunctional behaviors, we can live empowered and we can have a life that glorifies God. I thank you all so much, and I just praise and thank God for his truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Minister Purifoy, for uh, sharing what God has placed on your heart uh, for the women. You weren't hooping and hollering, but you were <laughs> delivering a powerful word of deliverance. And uh, what's so wonderful about our programs, we did take tonight's show, and you can reflect on it because it's such rich information um, that you can play over and over and let it get down in your spirit. And we do have an archive of other anointed women of God as well that um, you can feel free to go to our website and, you know, glean from this information. Um, be inspired all the time. Be encouraged all the time uh, because they truly have a rhema word. Uh, do we happen to have any questions, anything pressing on your heart as it relates to healing, uh, inner healing, um, any questions you may have for um, minister? Hello, Candice. This is um, Minister Trina Presley, and I want to especially say thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for sharing it. 
because um, I think I, first of all, I had the pleasure of meeting you during the conference this week, and I was sharing some things with you. But I thank God for your spirit. I thank God for the message because it was right on time with confirmation, but especially it was something that I needed to hear. Um, grief Amen. is real. It is definitely real. Um, trying to handle it, um, just talking to God, crying out to God, Lord, Lord, you know, I know you hear me. I, I, I need strength. I need your prayers. And even doing that with constantly moving, constantly moving. And Sunday, and I didn't say this to anybody, and Sunday I had the opportunity to just be by myself. Um, I wanted to be by myself. I needed to rest in peace. Because I know there was so much going on, um, praying for salvation. My heart has been heavy. But I was thinking I was dealing it by talking to God like, Lord, you are my strength, or singing him. And as you were speaking, <laughs> I was listening to you, and I said, Lord, I thank you because you're talking to me. Mm. You're talking to I me mean, because I need that. I know what I'm feeling. I said, Lord. I don't know what's going on, but I just kept laughing. I just kept weeping on Sunday. I just kept crying, crying, crying. And I was sharing this with my spiritual family down south who always call to make sure, you know, they they feel something in me that's not right or they feel something's going on, they're going to call and check on me and say, hey, we see you in the spirit. I know something is going on. And I was sharing with one of my spiritual sisters down there, and I was telling her, I, I don't know what's going on. I was just weeping on Sunday. But I know I was talking to God, feeling so his presence, crying out to him, like, Lord, you know, I want my family safe. Um, if so much people are dying, our young people, a lot of our young people, but in my heart, it's like, okay, Lord, help me. Help me to be a vessel of yours so that I can stand strong in you during a mental mid- stage or whatever. And as you were talking about, sometimes in our mind, you know, we may think, one thing, but one thing may be going on, and I thank you for that because I know there's some stuff that's immediately to be healed, take place, forgiveness. Uh, yet, you know, I have to forgive some people, and yet are forgiving some people. And I want to say, Candace, thank you for that. Thank you so much for sharing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Praise the Lord. Is there anyone mm-hmm. else? Hey, this is Jovita. I enjoy Mm -hmm. you always. Um, Very encouraging and very uplifting. You said a mouthful about so many things. It's true in life that we do have different wounds and different pains in different areas. And sometimes we, as you would say, we'd be like, well, time heals all wounds. But actually, I'm learning within myself that I have to literally like, God, here's here's this situation. Here's this that happened to me. I'm used to at times being the strong one, you know, like mm-hmm. being able to just carry different things. But some things we have to let God help us through, you know. Mm-hmm. Some things we have to, like, not saying that it's everything we have to be like, okay, God, here, you do all of this. In, in, in process is things that we have to make changes and choices in too, but yet allow him to apply his healing power to let him apply, let him be him to help yeah. us. I'm learning that like I've been through a lot, but I thank God. 
for for being there with me and pulling me through. And lately, God's just been loving on me through these different things, and he's been helping me with these different areas. And um, you have really encouraged me. Whenever you do speak, you you have God give you these amazing nuggets to, to give to people, and they, they just really encourage me. I just wanted to say thank you, and um, you do. You really encourage me. Thank you so much. Praise God. Praise God. I'm glad to hear Amen. that. Praise God. This is Sister Brenda. I've been, I've just, um, oh my gosh, um, just so blessed to hear um, our minister and counselor um, bring forth um, the word on tonight. And the scripture speaks of, you know, the eyes of our understanding be, being enlightened. And I tell you, after listening to um, to our sister, she just brought such enlightenment to my understanding of just some things that I've dealt with over the years and, and, and tend to deal with even now. And I'm just so grateful, uh, as we said at the beginning of the call, that the, the Lord is really doing some things in our lives. And I believe that uh, this word tonight is just part of what God wants to and is doing, you know, um, in our lives. And so I'm very grateful. There's just so much that time will not permit me to um, to say as much as I'd like to say, but thank you so much. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you. Hallelujah. Minister Candace, if you wouldn't mind uh, just breathing uh, a word of prayer over everyone that uh, joined us on tonight. Some may have left, but we still uh, have quite a few on the line, and I don't want to leave anyone out. Anyone else have a question, comment uh, before she prays, and we leave uh, the air for tonight. Amen. Minister Candace calling from Houston, Texas, and I just want to tell you that I was so blessed. I was taking notes feverishly, and I intend to look back, but I I just loved um, something that just really uh, touched my heart. I've studied that. I've preached many times on the woman, the Samaritan woman, but the first thing he tells her is, Jesus tells her first what he will do, that he's the living water. I love that. That's such a fresh perspective and so I just wanted to, to thank you for that. Many, many nuggets that bless my heart. This is the second time I think the Lord's surely speaking to me about, you know, we can have such great faith and be a pillar of faith. And I consider myself a woman of great, great faith. But sometimes we can have faith in certain areas, but other areas, even in our own lives, we can be lacking in in that faith. And um, so anyway, I thank you for being a vessel for the kingdom of God and uh, just everything that you shared. and. Um, what a blessing to my heart. Praise God. Praise God. Is that Minister Overzinia? Yes, it is. All right. That's our speaker for next month. Hallelujah. Thanks for tuning in. God bless yes. you. Good to hear your voice. Amen. Okay, Minister Candace, if you wouldn't mind praying um, over our programs tonight and the women. Absolutely. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we are 
so grateful, so grateful for this time that we've shared together. We just appreciate that you have stepped in and abided with us in this time and space of fellowship, of sharing, and learning and hearing from you. Right now, we ask that you just move in every heart that is represented on this call, that you shine your light in each and every one of us, that you uplift us, that you would grow and swell this word within us, that it would be written on the walls of our heart, that you would expand your living water that is within each and every one of us. Let it rise up to meet us in a moment of thirst. We ask that you protect every household that is represented on this call and those who couldn't join us tonight. Bless and keep us. Have your way in our lives, oh God. Be central. Sit on the throne of our heart. Identify any areas within us that we need to turn over to you to heal. We thank you so much for the ministry that created this call. We ask that you just continue to refresh and Restore all that has been poured out and all that has been received. We bless you and we honor you. We give glory to your holy name. In your son Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And thank everyone for tuning Mm -hmm. in tonight to praising and sharing with my sister. Remember, join us if you can on tomorrow's prayer, 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. We love you. God bless you. Until we meet next month, second Monday at 9 p.m. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.